Welcome to the Let's Have Breakfast podcast. We're here to talk about all the trials and tribulations in your early 20s, and also the amazing things that make these times in your life so great. We'll laugh, cry, talk shit, and drop episodes weekly. So grab a seat at the table, and let's have breakfast. We are back. And since I'm not big time famous yet or anything, today we're going to talk about things we can learn from our internet big sisters. At some point, I would love to interview some of these women, but you know, that's why we got to get these listeners up so I can secure them for y'all to listen to at some point. Before we get into the topic today, I just want to thank you all so much for being a listener of this podcast. I love having you know, an audience and being able to engage with you all online, hearing the positive feedback, hearing that you guys are loving the episodes. It's just such a great feeling. And thank you. Really, truly thank you. I do want to update you all that as we approach summer, I will be taking a very brief break. As I kind of hinted in my episode about burnout and everything that comes with that, running this podcast really, truly is a lot of work. I love doing it. It is, I'm very, I'm, it's very rewarding, but at the same time, it is a lot of work. And so I'm going to start working with someone who can produce the podcast. And hopefully, you will be able to expect video in the future. And I'm also planning a photo shoot so I can have new cover artwork and kind of do like a mini rebrand. The thing is, I was so excited about starting this podcast that I just kind of jumped right in. I said, you know what? I, I wanted to do a, a photo shoot, but I don't have the time, money, or resources that I want to be able to, you know, not have to push it back all the way until summer. So I just went ahead and started it, and I don't regret that by any means, but I definitely want to kind of button it up a little bit, and so I'm really excited for everything that's coming, and that will be taking place during the break. I'm going to pop back out, and you guys are going to be very excited for it. So yes, I am going to try my best to keep up with the Instagram um, while I take this break just so you guys can still engage and you know value is still added from let's have breakfast i will of course be active on all my other platforms i am now jaden.aliz on tiktok i'm jadenaliz on instagram and i'm also jadenaliz on youtube which i haven't dropped any youtube videos yet but that is coming i promise i promise i promise i promise there's so many creative things that i'm trying to do but i am I'm getting there. I'm getting there, y'all. Trying to pull my shit together. 2023 is a year of building and really making this foundation for where I want to take my career and all of these things. So please be patient with me as I'm laying the groundwork because we're out here trying. And make sure you follow myself and the podcast on social media. It helps so much get numbers and continue to get this podcast out there. So Please make sure you are sharing if you love it and definitely, definitely, definitely give it a review. Today's topic is all about what we can learn from our internet big sisters. At least they are what I consider to be my internet big sisters because at this point we've had access to the internet almost longer than we've lived, which is kind of crazy to think about. I mean, like it's actually crazy to think that the internet is older than my siblings. Like that's very strange 
And as the internet has continued to grow and influencer marketing has, you know, blown up, black women didn't have a lot of representation when the industry first started, especially in the beauty space. Um, so a lot of the women you see now, they had to fight tooth and nail to climb to the top and gain the status that they did. And for a lot of us content creators, this is still a very new industry. It is competitive. Not everyone is authentic. And at times it can feel really lonely because you don't really know who has your best interest in mind. It can be somewhat of a struggle because you're trying to build an online community and traditionally when you are working like in a corporate office or even like in retail you have co-workers you have people you can lean on and talk about the bad days and talk about the good days um things you're excited for goals you have for your career you have people to kind of lean on and help facilitate um conversations with customers and other things like that. You're not you're not doing it alone essentially when you have a traditional job. But in the creator landscape space, there isn't a lot of um community building, if that makes sense. Um so especially like me being in Kansas City where influencer marketing really isn't a huge deal. Like there are sprinkles of influencers and and people who are doing those things, but you don't see influencer events happening and you don't see um, big brands coming here and, and hosting like aloe yoga isn't going to come here and do a workshop or anything like that you know and so it can be really hard to kind of build that community on your own and let me just sidebar for a second my friend and I are working on building a community like that and here in Kansas City so if you are interested we have named it the Socialite Circle. It is something very, very new. Um, we are still laying the groundwork for that and kind of working on what our plan is, but we're hoping to have an event by the end of summer. So if you're interested, you can follow on Instagram. It's the Socialite Circle. And we don't have any posts yet. We don't have a bio. None of that is ready to go yet, but it's something that is really important to both of us. And, you know building a community and making these resources and opportunities for black women creators here in Kansas City, even though it's not, you know, one of the major cities, it's still a bigger city and so many things are happening. We have the World Cup, you know, we're winning the Super Bowl all the time. <laughs> um, we should be having these opportunities just like other cities and um, we want to be able to further build our platform. So if you're interested in joining or you're interested in collaborating, shoot us a DM, shoot me a DM, however you want to do that. But do want to say that is coming as I'm, as I'm talking about some of these things, also working on a solution. But since they're in this space of not being able to, you know, know who they can fully trust, it's hard. Some people get burned and scorned along the way. They also share their experiences and they're very transparent about what it takes and all the struggles they've had along the way. You can tell that these women have a genuine sense of wanting to improve the industry for what it is, but also put other people on. They don't want other women to make the same mistakes or have to go through the same things they went through to build along the way, which I really admire and respect because not everyone is like that. Having positive role models like that 
is it's just it just does something for for the brain with that being said here are some of the gems that the ogs and the internet big sisters have dropped that really resonate with me and what i think you can learn from them miss blake newbie oh my gosh i could write a whole book about how much i love this woman blake is a rising star y'all She's famously known for her career in fashion editorial and personal style, and she has since transitioned into a new role in venture capital, but she is still a fashion girl at heart. She is the one who asked Lori Harvey what her secret to abs were, and that led to, obviously, a whole new revolution of Gen Z starting to take Pilates. Like It really reignited that Pilates fire. She is my current inspiration, icon, and social media obsession, y'all. She's going on the brand trips. She's engaging with the girlies. She is a gal's gal through and through. She is supporting the people. And I just love to see her win. Also, Blake, if you are listening, I would love to interview you, okay? My people will contact your people, okay? We'll be in touch. But what I think we can learn from Blake, her authenticity, she radiates. I mean, she really, we're online, but she commands the room. What we can learn from her is that your dreams and ambitions are destined for you. I've listened to some of her podcast appearances, and she talks a lot about how she wanted to be in journalism, and her parents were just kind of like, that doesn't really pay anything. Like, why? (laughs) Why do you want to do that? But she knew in her heart that she wanted to be in fashion editorial and she continued to work hard for it. She's also very honest that she, you know, came from a family with connections and she was able to get a good job off bat when she graduated. I also really respect that because while her privilege helped her get in the door, It doesn't negate everything she's done since she got there. She is talented. Her privilege isn't the only reason she's there. It helped, but it's not the only reason. Another thing we can learn from Blake is that your goals and career, it's meant to evolve. You are not meant to stay stagnant in your career forever. I feel like we hear a lot of times people have stayed at their job for 10 to 15 years, you know, They're just coasting by. Every day is the same. They don't really love their job, but they're also not doing anything to change their circumstances. That is not this girl. She loves fashion editorial. I think, you know, from that deep root of loving fashion. But I think she also started to recognize, you know, I want to be in a position to help black businesses on the other side of things. I want to, you know, put people on and help change the trajectory of their life not just through writing about something but I'm giving them money like I'm giving businesses money and so I think probably when she graduated college she never was like I'm gonna be a venture capitalist but now that's what she does I don't think she ever anticipated you know blowing up on TikTok and you know building an online community in the way that she has but That's why your goals and career is meant to be so fluid because you can't anticipate what your interests are going to be in five years. I could have never anticipated that I would have been like, you know what? I think maybe I do want to be an influencer full time. But that's why things are meant to evolve 
because otherwise you are going to let things pass you by and maybe you're going to have some regrets. So just remember to be fluid. If your passion is pulling you a certain way, you should listen to it. The last thing we can learn from Blake is that being booked and busy can be as fun as you make it. When I say Blake is booked and busy, I don't think that girl has sat down once this year. (laughs) Like every time I watch one of her videos, she's going to events. She'll have videos where she's like, I'm going to four different events tonight and I need to make sure my outfit is prepared for all of those, which is crazy. That's a lot of events and that's a lot of schedule to manage, but she makes it look effortless and she makes it look very fun. So while It can be really stressful and overwhelming to have a lot on your plate. You can make it as fun as you want to. Everything doesn't have to be so serious. If you have a fun work event going on, make it fun. You know, I I think we put so much pressure on ourselves to make things perfect and, you know, be on time for the things and have the right thing to say, network with the right people, but also have fun with it. Everything is not meant to be so serious. And while maybe she is super overwhelmed and maybe it's not as fun for her as she makes it seem, she still takes us along this journey. And she's also very honest about the days where she's tired or the days where, you know, I did too much or this was a lot. She's very transparent about that. And while being booked and busy isn't always enjoyable because there's a lot of things to do, you can also really have fun in the moment and take those memories for what they are. And for that, we say thank you, Blake. Jackie, 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 Ina, the OG it girl, YouTube icon, the woman who does it all, the woman who laid the blueprint for us all, Jackie Ina. Jackie Ina has been in the game for over 10 years, which is crazy to think about because influencer marketing really has not been around much longer than she has. Like she is the influencer. She, Jackie really influenced the creator landscape to include more black women in beauty conversations. She was not afraid to speak up and she really challenged brands to be accountable for their DEI efforts. She's famously known for calling out Tarte when they did not have a wide shade range, which I still don't think they do. (laughs) But she has been behind a lot of initiatives that have helped really change not even just the influencer marketing landscape, but also beauty itself. Shade ranges have continued to expand. You know, she, she was always someone who gave very candid and honest feedback about what she thought about products. So she spent years and years building this empire, and now she's at a point where she doesn't have to create content out of necessity, and she's really doing things how she wants to, and you can tell. I feel like there's been a shift in her content even from YouTube like to TikTok, which obviously is short form, but she feels much happier. It feels like she's doing the things that she wants to do and not just, well, I have a campaign, so I have to post this. She is like radiating happiness, to be honest with you. And of course, we can learn some things from Jackie Girl. Like, 
we can learn some things. Starting with being unapologetic about who you are. She was always herself from the start. She was honest about things going on in her life. She shared and she had opinions and she was not apologetic about it, which I feel like a lot of times for us smaller creators, when we get opportunities, you kind of feel like I can't say anything negative. I have to watch my words. I have to watch, you know, my company, the things I say. Jackie was always completely authentic And that's something to admire because it's really hard in this industry to be unapologetic about the things you're saying if it's negative. Like if you have negative feedback for someone or a brand or anything, it is really hard to stay firm in that because, you know, hate comes with it. But she has always, always, always been unapologetic about who she is. And alongside that, and alongside that, she has showed us it is okay to set boundaries with your audience and community. Jackie does not take no shit and doesn't. Like, she really doesn't. I have been around long enough to watch when people would come on Twitter and be like, Jackie Anna blocked me. I don't like Jackie Anna because she doesn't, she doesn't um, let people say what they want about her, blah, blah, blah. She showed us early on, it's okay to set boundaries. If you're talking shit on me, I don't have to let you watch my page. I don't. If you're commenting hate, I can comment back to you. I can give it back. I think people get so comfortable with public figures and influencers, celebrities being who they are that they think they can just say anything and, oh, they might might not ever see it. Like, they'll just brush it off. Like, they're not going to say anything to me. Jackie got the smoke. She always has. She's still to this day, like people will be demanding or rude in her comments and she will comment back because why are you talking to me like that on my platform? We don't, it's, this is not that. Remember, this is my page. And that's something that has made me feel more confident as my accounts continue to grow. And I do get questionable comments. Um, It's okay to delete comments. It is okay to block people. It is okay. Just because you are online doesn't mean your boundaries have to shift. If you wouldn't let someone sit here in your face and cuss you out, you shouldn't let someone do it online either. She is really, Jackie is really the blueprint. Because she was doing that years ago when, when people really weren't commenting back or blocking people from their page. And it was like a whole shade room type thing. If you, if a celebrity blocked you, you know what I mean? Like she has been doing this. The last thing we can learn from Jackie, which there's a slew of things we can learn from this woman, but this is the last thing that I've taken away from some of the things she's said and done and showed Your hard work is all going to amount to something someday. I feel like it's easy to look at Jackie now, her content now, and be very envious of everything she has. She has the jewelry. She has the man. She has the house, the snacks, the groceries. She got money, girl. But you have to remember she started somewhere. This did not happen for her overnight. It took her a very long time. 
And it wasn't easy for her either. But because she stayed consistent, continued to build her audience, stayed authentic in who she was, it all happened for her. She blew up. She got the nice things. And now she's in a position to be able to choose the types of things she creates. But it wasn't always easy for her. And I think people these days want instant gratification. They want, oh, I posted a video, so it needs to go viral. But they're not seeing the hard work that went behind every single thing leading up to her first viral video or her first few viral videos. You have to put in the hard work, but when you know it's going to amount to something someday, it should all be worth it. Jackie Ina's career was 10 years in the making, but look at where she's at now. That is what I'm aiming for. Cami Crawford, if y'all don't know that name by now, where are you? Are you living under a rock? Because she is everywhere. Cami is currently the host of three, three different shows. I want to say they're all on MTV too. The host of three different shows. She's the host of Catfish, Are You the One, and X on the Beach. And how she manifested her dream man, which we will talk about. She is constantly giving the girls fashion. She was part of Sports Illustrated Swim Week last year. I mean, she got good style. She also has a very supportive and real vibe to her. So she makes TikToks too, and you can tell that she keeps up with pop culture. She knows things that are going on, and she's really in tune. But overall, she's a supportive person. Like, you'll see her in comment sections, commenting and engaging with the girls. Like, she's a girl's girl. She was also the host of the reunion for Sweet Life LA. And like, she just really does reality TV so well. And I think this is a common theme, like with all of her ventures, she holds people accountable. And like, you can tell she, she, she has a healthy relationship with boundaries and being able to communicate. And I really appreciate that because I think that's something that reality TV really needs. Well, we can learn from Cami. Be selective of who you give your energy to, period. Not everyone deserves to experience you. You have to decipher that for yourself, but be selective of who and where you give your energy. Your dreams can become a reality when you believe in yourself. She did not become a host of all of these shows overnight, but similar to Jackie, she did not pass up the smaller gigs and opportunities, and they all eventually amounted to showing how her talent is unmatched. Like, for real. Someone is always looking for the next you, so you gotta start because they are not holding that spot for you forever. They're waiting for you, but you gotta get your shit together, get up and do it so you can make your dream a reality because people are not waiting forever. Last, manifest and be very specific with what you want out of life. She talks about how she manifested her dream man by making a list of all the qualities she wanted and she was able to get that. When you are manifesting, make sure you're not making too broad of statements like, I receive love and abundance. Because that isn't necessarily helpful. Who are you receiving love and abundance from? How do you receive it? Where is it coming from? 
Like you have to be very specific on what you want so you are able to get it. Last on my list of current icons, inspo, all the things is Makeup Shayla. She's a beauty and fashion influencer. Her closet is a dream. That girl puts outfits together so well. Like, and you can just see her closet in the background, like taunting you. Like I, it's, there's so much space in there. I'm obsessed with it. She also does have a stylist. I don't know how often she comes in, but she'll also make videos showing like how her stylist will style things on her body, which I'm also manifesting for myself soon. So like having a stylist on hand would be just exactly what I need. What we can learn from makeup, Shayla, you will get left behind if you don't progress. She's one of the many influencers that had to pivot from making YouTube videos to short form content once TikTok kind of blew up. And she does a really good job of transforming what she used to do on her YouTube, which is, you know, makeup and showing like her outfits and different things like that. She does a really good job of utilizing that kind of content on TikTok, but in ways that are authentic to her personal brand. So she'll show you like, you know, putting the whole outfit together or her whole makeup look or doing like a makeup transition, whatever. Like she does a really good job of showing her personality still and she'll take you through the whole process. But if you are resistant to change as things continue to progress, you will get left behind. There are some creators that didn't hop on TikTok because they were like, that's a kid's app and they don't have half as many followers as they would have if they put the work in to begin with. So, food for thought. Personal style is personal style for a reason. I have seen Makeup Shayla's videos reposted to Twitter or posted somewhere else where people are kind of tearing it apart. Maybe they stitched the video on TikTok. They're tearing her outfit apart like, oh, that looks horrible or in her comments. But personal style is, what's the key word? Personal. Not everyone is always going to like what you wear or how you style something. But you just have to have that confidence in yourself and what you like and don't cower down because someone else doesn't like it. Dress for yourself and do things for yourself in general. Do things for yourself and don't really give a fuck about what other people think. Because you're not doing it for them, you're doing it for you. And let the record show, I like her style. It's okay if someone misses sometimes. You don't have to like every outfit someone else wears. She's not wearing it for you. Lastly, don't be afraid to try new things. Shayla has been able to build a community around her personality and she's stayed relevant by trying new things. If you are ever feeling stuck, it's time to try doing things differently or it's time to try something new altogether. You just cannot be afraid to try new things because your fear is going to hold you back. The same way if you don't progress, your fear is going to hold you back. So you have to try new things. Our internet big sisters are really truly paving the way for us. They have set examples for us, they have made mistakes, and they share everything so we don't do the same thing or so that we can do things better. I really appreciate them so much. These are really truly like icons of women. I really look up to them. And so 
Hopefully you gained insight from them just like I do. If you don't already follow them on social media, you definitely should because they continue to drop gems all the time. Thank you so much for listening to Let's Have Breakfast. Please, please, please don't forget to rate and follow the podcast for more. Thank you for having breakfast with me.